0: Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast. I am Marcus Mosher. He is Landon McCool. And today we are previewing the Cowboys Week 18 game against the Philadelphia Eagles. But before we do that, Later, how are you doing today, sir? I'm
1: doing good. I have uh, somehow managed to uh, remain off of the COVID-19 uh, list so far, so no one's having to be called up to the practice squad for this podcast yet. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, but, but the same can't be said for very many Cowboys or Eagles at this point. It feels like, I I think the count was 23 players between both teams last time I saw, which is ridiculous. It's ridiculous.
0: Um, we are going to talk about this game and kind of the meaning of it, which is not a lot. Uh, but we should start with the guys that aren't going to play. We know Micah Parsons is out. Uh, we know Tyron Smith is out. Anthony Brown's not playing. Um, do you think all the COVID additions have maybe change Mike McCarthy's view
1: of how to treat this game? I I don't know. I mean, I think it would for me. I mean, I I would imagine that maybe, you know, you you have – look, and it's not even just the Cowboys' COVID list too. It's it's the Eagles' COVID list as well. I mean, I, I don't know how many of those guys are coming off of that list before tomorrow, but, you know, they're missing as of right now they're starting three running backs, you know, uh, they're missing some key players along the offensive line as well. Uh, I wonder if maybe just the combination of, Hey, I don't have that many guys. They don't have that many guys. Uh, You know, I I wonder if it's more just about getting in the game, uh, trying to, you know, get some rhythm going on offense, maybe get a stop or two on defense, and then just seeing how the rest of the game plays out as far as kind of Mass substitutions, yeah. or or at least getting key players, key vets off the field, so that they can get some rest before, uh, you know, the we all play our wild card games uh, the following weekend.
0: I also don't necessarily think it's a great idea to like put Dak back there if guys are going to be out. Like, if I mean Ty runs out, and we've played with him out, but, but you know this year. But it sounds like they kind of want to use a tackle rotation in this game just to get as many people playing as possible. I don't know. I think McCarthy wants to win, but I don't think they're going to go out all out to win this game. That, that seems to be
1: the case, right? I mean, this look, <laughs> this is the weirdest regular season game I can remember. It's a Saturday week 18. Half the players are not eligible to play in this game uh I, I just can't imagine that this is going to have very much of a rhythm of a normal nfl regular season game you know and then again obviously like we just talked about both these teams have clinched and have playoff aspirations so um yeah i, I imagine that that you know obviously the goal in every one of these games is to win right but i, I think that you know the more important overreaching goal is to get to next week healthy Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think that there are some mini goals between here and there too. Like I said, like I think that that the Cowboys would like to get out and show some kind of rhythm on offense. I think the defense would like to get out and get some, uh, some stops on defense. You know, it's, it goes back to what we talked about. I, I think that the best approach for these kind of games is what we've been saying this whole time. You approach it like you're playing the game. Normally you don't tell the players. Mm-hmm. Otherwise you, you are a little bit more uh, uh, conservative and judicious about uh, injuries and about, you know, like the COVID thing, if there's any hints, yeah, absolutely. You're out. Let's not, there's no reason to put you in this game, right? Get, get out of here so you can get healthy for the, for the wild card game. And then you just kind of play the game as it comes to you and then make decisions as you go as to when your starters can get pulled and just know that, you know, win, win or lose this game, not much is going to change for you the following week. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't mm-hmm. appear based on what you're doing in the game. What's happening outside of the right. you might might have something to do, but you're not going to have any of those answers uh, on Saturday night. So uh, you, you you just go in there, prepare for the game like it's a regular season game, maybe go in there for a quarter or two, and then let's get these, those guys out and kind of finish the game up and get ready for next week.
0: Did you know this isn't the first Week 18 game for the Cowboys, regular season game? Did you know that? I didn't know that. When was the – what's the first Week <laughs> it's oh, a Because they had a play-in to win? Is that what it was? no, no, no. They've had a week 18 game before. It's actually a very memorable game. 1993, when they mm. had two bye weeks, that mm. was the, the week 18 game against the Giants in which Emmett Smith had the monster game with the bad shoulder.
1: Remember? That's right. I forgot so, that that was a week 18 game that was like so late in the year. Uh, yeah, yeah, January but, right.
0: 2nd. So they, yeah. that was the year they had two bye weeks. Cowboys had a bye week four and week eight. I don't remember why they had two bye weeks that year. Um, I can't remember that either. Was it – Something about the strike, maybe because
1: the strike was next year the following year. No, no, no. I but, can't remember.
0: But yeah, that was the uh, that was the game where Evan Smith went wild. He had 168 rushing yards. He had 10 catches in that game. Uh So yeah, we're 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 accustomed to these week 18 games, like, Let's just let's say that. <laughs> I, I don't know about accustomed, but we've seen
1: <laughs> we've seen one before in our lifetime. So, How about that? So is
0: this an Ezekiel Elliott 40 touch game like that was for? uh
1: I- I mean, I hope for Zeke's uh, sake that he doesn't separate his shoulder during this game because that would be pretty, uh, pretty awful. Uh, yeah. So,
0: All right. Let's take a quick break so we can tell you guys about Built Bar. This holiday season, we're getting New Year's resolutions from everybody. Make Built Bar one of your new holiday resolutions because it's easy to stick to your resolution with Built Bar. Built Bar is covered in 100% real chocolate with only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 17 grams of protein. Uh, whatever flavor you like, coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint brownie, and many, many more. Check out Built Bar's ever expanding list of new Built Bars that taste even better than a candy bar. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your next Built Bar. Again, LOCK15 at Built.com for 15% off your next order. We also want to tell you guys about get Upside. Our listeners are making up to $0.25 cents for, per gallon for every single gallon of gas every single time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now and use promo code TOUCHDOWN and get a bonus $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to $0.50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or e-gift card. Just download the free get upside app and use promo code touchdown to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank as promo code touchdown. Let's talk about the Cowboys offense, Landon, because I think that's what everybody wants to see. Right. They want to see the Cowboys offense look better. Do you expect that to be the case here in week 18 or do you think that's going to be a pretty vanilla game plan?
1: I mean, I, I don't think that those two things necessarily have to be mutually exclusive. I mean, I, I think that they may have kind of a vanilla game plan, but they may have some success, you know. Yeah. Uh, like I, like we mentioned before, Philly is not, you know, doing great either. Like they, they got a lot of players missing on the COVID list, some key players, including Fletcher Cox was still on that list last time I checked, uh, you know, a couple of linebackers. So uh, I think for, you know, I think this is going to be a running game, you know, because Philadelphia wants to run the football anyways. You know, they Jalen Hurts has got a, an ankle injury. He's going to play, and there's not going to be problems with it. But I don't know that they want him, uh, you know, running around in the pocket or throwing the football 30 or 40 times. They don't want that anyways. I mean, even in regular games, even, even if this was a playoff game, they wouldn't want Jalen Hurts throwing the football that much. But the Cowboys, mm-hmm. you know, we want to do what's safe. We don't want to get hurt. Uh, But we also think that, you know, with without Cox, without, uh, you know, some of the key guys that they're missing, the Cowboys might have some success just running the football. And if that's the case, uh, you know, and it's a game where we can go in there, you know, kind of run a very vanilla offense and have some success, which I think maybe we can, uh, then then, you know, that would be the best case scenario. The the Eagles are kind of beat up uh, on the front seven. But on top of that, they're also kind of just generally you know, weak in the in the secondary. I mm-hmm. mean, Slay has played well. Uh, Johnson has played well for the large part, but Maddox, I don't think is going to be in this game if I'm if I'm remembering correctly. So, there will be hay to be made out out of the slot. Uh, they can spread things out with, on third downs and 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 get some first downs. I just feel like for the Cowboys, even with you know all the reductions on both sides, the Cowboys still have an advantage on the offensive side of the ball where they could probably run the football if they can run the football effectively if they can get back to being an effective running team i think they can run the football well trying to avoid javon hargrave that's that's kind of a key thing yep. uh and 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 you know have success overall on offense while kind of executing what may appear to be kind of a vanilla game plan
0: i kind of agree like they they can basically play their vanilla game plan as we said and still probably put up 24 points in this one like I almost think they can do that in their sleep. And I know it's been a struggle in some of these games recently and whatever, but I think they'll be fine. It's just how much do the Cowboys want to open up this game? How much do they want to throw the ball downfield? Because I'm not sure. I think, I kind of think both teams are going to be content with just running the ball and getting out of this game as quickly as possible, don't you think?
1: Yeah. I mean, this is not one of those, you know, week uh, 17 or in this case, week 18 games. Where uh, one team is trying to, desperately not to get injured so that they can, you know, get into the playoffs healthy, and the other team is, this is our last game of the season. We're trying to play for our yeah. coaches life and all that stuff. Yeah. Both of these teams are technically in the playoffs. Both of these teams have more to play. Uh, so I don't know that either one of these teams is going to be overly uh, aggressive here. I-, I think both teams are kind of going to play a bunch of patty cake hand stuff. Uh, and then try to get out of this game uh, as, as almost little, like a controlled practice, control. I think.
0: Yeah. Right? I mean, honestly, now, this yeah. game gets close at the end. Like if, if it comes down to the last seven minutes, I kind of think it's going to turn into like do an NBA all-star game where the last four or five minutes, that's when you see the intensity really, really rise. Cause they're going to want to try to win and get some positive momentum. But, I just call that an NBA game.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't need to be the all star game. All NBA games. Okay, I I agree with that. Nothing Uh, happens for the first three quarters. But then the fourth quarter, everyone's like, oh, let's start playing the game a little bit. I think that that's kind of a good diagnosis of of likely what might happen if it's close in the fourth quarter with these two.
0: And I think we're just going to see a heavy rotation. Like, you'll, I think you're going to see a lot of guys start that would usually start. Like, I fully expect Zach Martin and Collins and those guys start. But would it surprise you at all, Landon, if we get to the fourth quarter and it's Connor McGovern at right guard? It's oh. Terrence or it's you know, Terrence Steele at right tackle with Ty Naseki at left tackle, it's Corey Clement taking canned f- handoffs in the fourth quarter. Like that kind of stuff is not gonna surprise me at all. Like it'll still be their starting offense, and you might even see Dak out there, but it's
1: not gonna be peddled to the metal, you know. I mean, again. Can you tell me right now who the starting running back is going to be for the Eagles this week? Is it going to be Boston Scott? Is he he's still on the list from what I understand? So then I, I, I who knows? I mean, that's my point is that this is all like yes, it's going to be a weird hodgepodge of like starter, starter, fifth string guy, starter, starter, like you know guy yeah. we just signed off the street. It's just going to be kind of an odd hodgepodge for you know different points. I, like I said, I think they will sub guys in and out. If if it gets closer to the end, maybe you put Dak out there for your two-minute offense, just to give it a, a give it a look at the end of the game. You know, give you some work there. Uh, but I, I agree, the con- kind of controlled practice uh, feel uh, is probably like a step up from that, but not quite the two or three steps up to a real regular season uh, game, and certainly not the the kind of intensity that we expect the next week in the playoff game.
0: Okay, would you compare it to like the third preseason game?
1: Yeah. I'm mean, Right. Yeah. I think that's fair because you, you, you're getting all your starters in. you want to get them some reps uh, before the next season, which the next season being the postseason or mm-hmm. in that case, it's the regular season. Uh, and, and I think that y- y- you just want to see how they do in the game. And that's kind of probably will dictate yeah. when or if more likely when some of these guys may get subbed in or out for other folks. I, I agree. Um, All
0: right, let's talk about the Cowboys defense. But before we do that, we should tell you guys about BetOnline. BetOnline would like to wish you a happy new betting year as we continue our march to the playoffs and beyond. Online remains the number one spot for all of the best sports wagering action for 2022. It's a new year year, and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKEDON to get started From football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2022 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all of your favorite sports. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right. I think the Cowboys' defense is in a little bit better position for this game. Yes, they're going to be without Anthony Brown. Yes, they're going to be without Micah Parsons, but – They have a lot of depth on defense, and I think you can rotate that depth in, and you're not going to see a huge drop-off. Like, for example, if this is a game in which Chauncey Golston and Dorrance Armstrong and Tristan Hill and Oso Digizua play a bunch of snaps, that's like a week two game for them. Like when they play the Chargers, right? Like it's not going to be all that different. Uh, So I think the defense is going to be fine in this one.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this, this is a defense that I, I frankly have lost track of the number of players that have played for this defense at different points, but it was, it's gotta be close to 40 now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that you look at all that experience, this is what you want. Like, this is what you're you're looking for at the end of the year is that, Hey, you could sub these down roster guys in, and they're not going to be such a monumental drop-off from your starters that you're gonna like, you know, need to immediately put your other guys back in, you know. This is the kind of game where, yeah, you give D law series, you give some of these key guys who are older vets a series, and then you can pull them because you've got talent down roster that you not only like, but maybe want to see and want to get some reps. So, uh, yeah, I think more than the offense, really, the defense uh, could could easily kind of. I mean, that this is kind of what they're doing anyways there's just a lot of substitutions that go on on the defensive yep. side of the ball so there's just a lot of players with experience on that side of the ball and i think that they'll rely on that heavily on saturday night uh okay guess how many players this
0: year have played at least
1: 100 defensive snaps for dallas okay so 100 defensive that's snaps quite so a that's bit. like that's basically like two whole games worth a little bit less than a little yeah, 100 is a little bit less than that
0: it's about is. it's about 15% of the
1: total defensive snaps available this year so I would say 100 snaps, 25,
0: 24. It's pretty good. Wow! Here's the, list, here's the list of guys that have not played 100 snaps that'll that'll get there this week. I think uh, Kelvin Joseph, Maurice Kennedy, Kennedy's close. Bradley and I, we'll see if he gets pulled up. Uh, Nation Wright, Luke Gifford, right,
1: Mike, right.
0: Darian Thompson. J- I don't think Francis Bernard is playing. Jabril Cox only see. played nine. Israel Mukamu might play some. So, like, they've got some guys that haven't played a lot that could get some action in this one, but this team has got a lot of players that, you know, they they could play 17, 18 defenders this week, and you wouldn't really notice a massive drop-off, I don't think.
1: McQuamu might be one to watch, right? Because Curse is kind of dealing with a little bit of a hammy. So if, yeah, and they've got if no other linebackers,
0: right? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> if they
1: decide they want to pull him early, McQuamu might be a guy, especially because he's yeah. comparable to Curse, right? Uh, you know, Bernard, uh, is he? He's, I think still he's on out with COVID a groin, first. and he's out with COVID. Oh, he, so. yeah, he's and he's got COVID. So he's on, He's one of the, the double dips, right? Yeah. He's injured,
0: and he's but got like nation Wright. Like I think this yeah. is a game. I would love to see like Kelvin Joseph and nation Wright play like the whole second half in this game, right? Sure why not absolutely Uh, and Maurice Kennedy like he's kind of come back from his injury a couple weeks ago with no Anthony Brown this week Jordan Lewis is still kind of getting over COVID stuff like why not play those guys just a bunch in the second half that's why I said there's some benefits in this game as well just being able to get those guys more snaps
1: it's good reps against guys that you're going to be playing for years yeah uh, two times two times a year that are you know look I mean uh uh maybe rager not worth anything but the other two wide receivers can uh can are, are pretty decent and i think they, they can give you some good looks so I, I i agree i think that that would be beneficial for for them uh it, you know if philly's out there playing that you know what's left of their starting wide receivers
0: by the way do you know who leads the cowboys in defensive snaps this year jaron curse curse is close he's third uh it's actually mm. anthony brown I kind of think. oh well, that makes
1: sense right hasn't yep. missed any time he's been a starting corner why, why, yeah. did, I guess Diggs came out for a couple of plays in some of yeah, these games. Yeah, it's Brown, so Diggs,
0: Curse, Parsons, which is kind of incredible considering how much edge he's played. KZ, Jordan Lewis, and then it's Van Der Esch at 55%. Linebacker is the spot that I'm a little curious about this week because yeah, I think the Eagles are going to run a bunch. Yeah, I don't know with who, but they're going to run a bunch with Hurts and whoever <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, so you have Van Der Esch. I think Keanu Neal is going to come back. I don't even yeah, know if he's he activated yet. I think um, he was
1: practicing, so I think he's good. Yeah.
0: After those two, (laughs) I don't know. Luke Gifford
1: is going to get a bunch of snaps, I would imagine. Great, great.
0: We're going to need him because I don't know how many other linebackers are going to be out there. I think Donovan Wilson will play there some, but he was under the weather, I believe, yesterday. So, uh, Yeah, both
1: him and Diggs were sick, but not with COVID. So, I wouldn't be surprised if those guys have their snaps limited anyways. Yeah, absolutely. I would. I mean, especially – Why not? No reason to put them out there and risk that. Yeah. Um, All right. You want to make a game pick for this one? I was on the WFAA this morning, and I and I kind of raised my eyebrows when you said uh, the Cowboys could score uh, upwards of 24 points because the uh, point total I, I picked was 24 points. I picked the Cowboys to win 24 to 17. I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring affair. I think probably there'll be a touchdown by each team within the last five minutes of the game, right? So it'll likely be 20, 17 to 10 for a good portion of this game, a lot of running the football. You know, I definitely think that both teams will take shots because both teams starting quarterbacks and both teams starting wide receivers are out there. uh, And both teams have kind of weakened secondaries for different reasons. Uh, So I do think that there will be some shots taken. uh, But I think for the most part, both of these teams are going to want to run the football uh, just because they're trying to hit the easy button to get out of this game. So I I would say 24-17 Cowboys uh, but it's it's not going to be a super enjoyable game for anyone involved. Yeah,
0: I'm going to say 24-22 Eagles because why not?
1: Why not? Yeah, also,
0: that was the score in 2013 when the Cowboys had Kyle Orton and he threw an interception to Brandon Boykin to end the I was the at season. that game. I was at that game. Oh. yeah, What yeah, an awful sometimes. game. <laughs> By the way, I was always a fan of Brandon Boykin. I always kind of wanted the Cowboys to get him. I was always upset when he, he went from the Eagles to the Steelers, which is like the worst possible scenario for me.
1: And so. then and then he got the Cowboys instead of yeah, the Cowboys getting
0: him so. Uh uh not not the most exciting last game of the season that we've ever had before but hopefully it should be pretty
1: relaxing, non-stressful, right? Yeah, I mean definitely the the least stressful Cowboys Eagles game I think I can remember for a while. So, uh not that the, you know the Eagles are have always put a lot of stress on you with their talent or anything, but like this is one of those games where Both of these teams have kind of accomplished what they want. So it's more just kind of a procedural game,
0: just getting through it really. Getting through it, trying to get through it pretty healthy at least, and then get ready for the playoffs, which could be either the Rams or the Cardinals. And we'll find out on Sunday who the Cowboys are playing. But uh, that is it for today's show. We'll be back at some point over the weekend to talk about this game, uh, to talk about who the Cowboys will be facing. Uh, Again, it's going to either be the Rams or Cardinals. Uh, if the Rams win on Sunday, it will be the Cardinals. If the Rams lose and the Cardinals lose, uh, the Cardinals win, it'll be the Cardinals. Um, I think I got that backwards. So if the Rams win, it'll be the Cardinals. If the Rams lose and the Cardinals win, it'll be the Rams. If the Rams lose and the Cardinals lose, it'll be the Cardinals. There you go. Got that all cleared up. Uh, so easy, so easy. <laughs> just. No. Uh, all right, we'll see you guys next time. Enjoy the show.